Today in the Attorney Career Advice Podcast with Harrison Barnes. And really what those firms are looking for is they're looking for uh, to compare. Um, and there's exception to these rules, but we really will often look the other way and not take grades. About your grades. They don't care. They're, they just skills in other areas. So people that don't always do the best academically, a lot of times they'll go into these, these things where they're working for individuals because it, there's a lot more, they, they can go a lot farther. And and it's funny, like some of the best personal injury attorneys from the most successful, they make more money than any company facing attorneys were like, oh, I, I had the best, uh, I was the, you know, worst student in my law school or whatever. And so there's nothing wrong with not being strong academically. Uh, but what I would say, uh, and the big mistake that a lot of people make is, uh, and this is a very important point, and I hope you walk away understanding this, people that don't have the intellectual ability to uh, do the kind of work that big firms do, which just means company-facing uh, type of work, um, shouldn't be doing that. And again, I'm not trying to be mean here, but trying to be in a big firm when you don't necessarily have the academic, you don't have the academic ability to do it and they're never going to hire you is really dumb because you should be putting your effort into something where where you're representing individuals and where your motivation and the desire to, to get ahead and stuff means a lot. If you do this, regardless, you could become rich and famous if you want to, if you want to represent individuals. But if you do this... You try to do this and you don't have the, if you don't have the intellectual ability to have the skills or have the, the smarts, and I don't mean that in a negative way, you'll do things like you'll end up a contract attorney, which again, nothing wrong with that, but you'll end up a contract attorney because these law firms are, are never going to be interested in you if you don't have the intellectual ability and you didn't do well in law school. You're not doing well in law school if you don't have the, the academic ability to uh, if it's not something that clicks for you, which is okay, you, you, you can do uh, individual facing work. And but this is a mistake so many people make is they 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 just they are the wrong. They try to represent companies when they don't have the academic ability. When really, what they should be doing is representing individuals. Another one is like insurance defense, and there's just there's so many things that people do that it's just not smart when they really could do very well if they were putting themselves, if they were going into the correct practice area. So there's nothing wrong with not doing well academically. You just need to go into the right practice area where you're going to be welcome and where you can advance. And the biggest mistake people try to do is they try to go someplace where they don't have the ability. So for myself, I do not like science. Um, I, I just never have, never. So me trying to be a patent prosecution attorney uh, would be insane. I would do it, but I would never be um, as smart or as gifted as people that are good at it. I could never work in a good patent prosecution firm. But if I tried to do that with commercial litigation, I could get a good job doing commercial litigation, but not past patent prosecution. No, I would be insane. That would be a horrible use of my time. So would corporate. So you just have to go into the right practice area with your academic skill. That's the biggest thing to understand. It doesn't matter how well you do academically. There's always a place for you, but you have to go into the right kind of firm. And just because a large law firm is not interested in you, it's not really something to worry too much about. Because that was a great question. It's the next one. What weight do law firms typically give to work experience and practical skills when evaluating? 
lateral candidates. Okay, so when the law firm's looking into lateral candidates, I did bring this up in the presentation, but I want to make sure that I go into a little bit more detail about this. So what happens when a law firm's looking at a lateral candidate? The only thing, so they, they care about two things. They care about, they care about the, the quality of firm that you are coming from, and they care about your practice area. And, and then they care, but that's pretty much it. And then they, they care about your grades, but not that much. So let's talk about the quality of firms. So I've developed, and it doesn't make me special, but I've developed a, a way of fir ranking firms and candidates, uh, which is basically one, two, three, four, five. And what that means is one means uh, consumer-facing, meaning doing work for people, working consumer-facing, um, this means consumer, maybe small business, maybe a little bit of small business. Business, this means primarily business, primarily small to mid-sized business. Companies. This means, this means mid-sized to huge companies. And this just means huge companies, rarefied, top one rare, rarefied, top 1% of attorneys. So, you know, you don't need to understand a lot about this, but that's pretty much it. So, Law firms care about the quality of a law firm you're coming from. A four firm would be, I don't know, Denton's, okay? So Denton's is a good firm. So you could work at Denton's if you come from a three firm, or these are your typically AMLAW, AMLAW 100, AMLAW 100 to 200, 200. And then these are good regional firms, you get the idea, firms, plus larger firms, plus larger firms. So these are just, the, all these types of firms um, are all over the country, uh, you know, different types of firms. So if you're doing consumer-facing work, it's going to be very difficult to move to a four firm. So you can move from a two to a three. Here you can move from a one to two. You can move from a, a three to a four. And here you can move pretty much four to four. Uh, but sometimes five, but very rarely. So, so, so this is how things work. So, if you want to work at a at a good at a better firm uh, than you're currently at, so say you've got a job at some regional firm that's not an AMLA 100 law firm or mid-sized firm, law firms will evaluate you based on um, the quality of firm you're coming from. So, I don't really know how much else to say about that, um, but this is what the law firms are most concerned about. So. If you're at another huge firm and you want to move to another huge firm, like a four firm to a four firm, then uh, it's not really um, that going to be that difficult. You could also move from a four to a three and so forth. And then the next thing they care about is your practice area. Is that in demand? Is this in demand or not? So that's all. So is your practice area in demand or not? And what is your practice area? It's dependent if there, if no demand, you may have to go, may need to go to a lower firm, lower rank firm. So you may need to go from, from four to three. That makes sense. 
if there is demand, then can go and go from a three to four, et cetera, four, and then if I don't know, but you, you get the idea. So that they're concerned about um, your practice area, and then they're concerned about that, and then after that, your grades. But the grades are much less important than the quality firm you're at because. At this point, the idea is that you, you've gotten some training, you know what you're doing, and, and, and all these things are really going to be much more important than, than anything else in terms of w- what things are, what's going on. And so your practice area, your grades, and then also it would be your geographic location. So your geographic location is also going to be uh, very important. Is there demand in your location? So all this stuff, there demand. Demand in your location. Um, and that's pretty much it. Is there demand in your location? You have to look at the geographic location and then the practice area and then your grade. So, really, this is enough. These things are all the stuff I would say this is 60. This is what is what it has to break down from. This is probably 60, 70, 60, 50%. Um, this is, I mean, this is I don't know, 40%, 30%, well, 50, I don't know what it would be, but you would say, what do they look at when they're hiring? And I would say this would be 30, 30, 30, I don't know, 40, 40, 40, 30, 30, I don't know, 30, yeah. And then maybe 30. I'm just looking on this out for you guys, but 30%. Then maybe this geographic would be 20. And this would be you know, 10 or so. So you, you can see that it's really um, much less important because once you get into a firm that's ranked a four or three or whatever, um, and you get this experience, the presumption is that you, you really know all this stuff. And so paying attention to your grades is just stupid. They're more concerned about whatever training you've got in your practice area and so forth. How do law school grades influence career progression for senior associates? I think that's right. No, great. At, at this point, again, it's more the quality of the firm, the practice area, geographic location, and grades. As a senior associate, the most important thing is uh, your experience. And then, and then I would say experience would be one. And then, and then the next one would be your business generation potential. And then it would be your practice area. And then would be two. And then your business generation potential. Do you know the secrets to getting your dream legal job? We do. And one of the best things you can do is apply to jobs that fly under the radar. Applying to openings with very little competition means you stand a much higher chance of getting hired. But how do you find openings like that? For starters, you're not gonna find them on major job boards because these jobs are usually only advertised on companies' websites and in small regional publications. That is why we created Law Crossing, the most comprehensive database of legal jobs in the world. We have a team of people constantly working to find every single legal job out there. Unlike other job boards, which only list jobs that companies pay to post, we include every legal job we can find in order to maximize your chances of finding a job. So what are you waiting for? Head over to www.lawcrossing.com to find your dream legal job today. Let's see what else here. I often find myself questioning if my struggles with law school grades are a sign that I'm not cut off the legal profession. Okay, so again, I think I answered this earlier, but 
if you don't have good law school grades, it doesn't mean you're not cut off the legal profession. It means it doesn't mean you're not cut off the legal profession. Grades just grades determine the the type of client. Let's see, the type of client, client and practice area involved. It should be involved with. That's it. So they just basically determine the type of client and practice area you should be involved in. So if you have bad grades then you shouldn't be in a practice area where there's a lot of smart people trying to represent the same companies. That's pretty much it. Meaning if you don't have a lot of aptitude for the practice of law or different types of work, and, and that doesn't mean you're not going to be a great attorney. That just means you, you need to find means you need bad grades. Typically mean grades just mean you need to practice. You need to find a, a practice area where you can thrive. And what does that mean? It just means you might, a lot of times, some of the worst students in the world were personal injury attorneys, but then they have so much ability to get things done and, and they do well. So it's just, you have to be, you have to be in the right practice area and, and you have to know, and you have to be able, you have to be in a practice area where, where your skills are going to do well. And typically, like I said above here, uh, the, if you don't have the best grades, and you don't have, then you shouldn't be trying to compete with people that have the most aptitude for getting these sorts of grades all the time. You should be trying to, you should try to do more consumer facing practice areas where your skills of, with clients and persuading people and getting, and are, are going to have more of a, a more, be more kind of front and center. My point to you is just that if you don't feel like you have the, the perfect like the perfect skills and grades, it doesn't mean there's not a place for you practicing law. It just means you have to try to stay away from competing with the sorts of people that do. Now, I want to make one other point to you that's very important. And I think, and this is something that, that I think is very, very crucial to understand. Just because you don't have good grades doesn't mean um, that you're not going to become a great attorney. Sometimes not great grades at a, in law school don't mean that you're not going to eventually learn things. Sometimes developing aptitude at something takes longer than for some people than others. And there's a lot of very well-known attorneys in huge firms that are partners that didn't get good grades and that are competing in very uh, hard practice areas with a lot of smart people. And those attorneys ended up having very good careers because they learned and just kept fighting and getting better. I know of people that are partners in major law firms that, that passed the, you know, took several times and passed the bar exam or were fired from their first jobs. And, you know, so a lot of it is about persistence and about staying with it and not giving up because what happens is a lot of people out there end up giving up. And so if you give up, then that's going to, it's really the number one thing. My, my point is though, is if you don't have a huge aptitude, for this and you really do try, you don't see anything good happening. You're just do, you're in the wrong practice area. You're, you're, you're trying to compete for the wrong types of jobs. You need to figure out where, 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 where you're going to wind up. Okay. It's an attorney with less than still law school grades. I often worry about my job. Can you share insight how legal recruiters can help? Okay. So it's interesting in terms of what we do as legal recruiters. A lot of people believe that they need to try to work at the very largest firms or the best firms. But you don't. Legal recruiters, good ones, most of the legal recruiters out there will only help, at least for permanent positions, people that are trying to get into the largest firms and the best practice areas at the right time. And But legal recruiters, good ones, can help anyone. It doesn't matter. They can help family law attorneys. They can help insurance defense attorneys. 
because their law firms will hire all these people. And, and so they can, it doesn't matter. Law school grades are only important at the most competitive law firms representing the largest company. The biggest law firms representing running the largest companies are pretty much where grades matter. So if you don't have that, then that's fine. You just, you, you don't have, this is only a, a small portion of the legal work out there. So if you don't have that, there's really no point in, in worrying about it. It's just, you just have to work, you just have to work at other types of firms. But again, even if you don't have the best grades, when you, it, it's more important, I mean, your practice area is more important, sorry practice area is more important and important and you're in your commitment in the type of firm you're coming from than any of this stuff. So this is what matters. It, it's the practice area and the type of firm you're coming from. The other stuff is much less important. Let's see. Okay. So there's a lot of the same questions. I'll, I'll keep answering. I don't one more time, but um, I know I'm not going to get to a lot of these questions. Working diligently as a junior associate, you're going to take on more responsibilities, moving to leadership. Okay, so again, so your grades, um, grades don't matter. It's grades, your practice area and, and the caliber firm are most important. That's it. That, that's all that matters. Grades are much less important. So I'll try to, I'll try to emphasize this in, in a different way. So say there's a thousand attorneys, say there's, let's just, I don't know, take a different, I don't know, Minneapolis or something. So in Minneapolis every year, there's maybe, I don't know, 250 junior associates hired or first year attorneys hired. This is many, I don't know what the number is, attorneys hired. The number is probably closer to 500, but maybe three, let's say 400. 400 first year hired at, in Minneapolis proper every year. So year one, you might have, this is just an example, you might have 30, 30, 50 corporate attorneys, um, you know, 100, 100 commercial litigators, 150 commercial litigators. I'm just, these are just examples, 150 real estate. And let's just say at three, three, three rank firms. Anyway, I'm not gonna, okay. By year four, same class year, let's say last year, 2030, just an example. So year one, Okay, so then by 2034, you're going to have the same class year of the 2030 class year. You're going to have still practicing. You might have 20 corporate, yeah, um, 20 commercial litigators. These, this is people with firms. The point is that what happens over time is the number of people you're competing with for the same jobs gets less and less. And so because of that, the law firms can no longer afford to be selective about your grades. They don't care. They're, they just need people. They need the few people that are still doing the work because all these people that start are just dropping out and doing other things and uh, moving out of, I mean, I don't know, but you get, you get the idea. So because there's fewer people, the law firms really can't worry as much about your grades. They don't care. Like they're just, well, they need people that are still practicing and that's all they can, that's all, that's the only, the only thing that they have to go on at that point. So there's, you just, the longer you stick with it, the, the less your grades are going to matter. And the more you're in a certain practice area where there's not a lot of other people, the better off you're going to be. So all that stuff becomes much more important. Okay. Let me just see. This, this is, okay. This is my final question. And then I know there's some still ones pending, but I have to, I'm trying to get out of here. Everybody, but not really. 
Okay, so I noticed that some firms and employers solely focus on law school grades. Okay, the only firms that solely focus on law school grades are, there's a couple of calibers of them. So one are, is going to be, um, the firms that focus solely on law school grades is going to be, uh, are going to be the most strategic firms, firms, and the other is going to be firms hiring law students. Other than that, the stuff about law school grades is really the most important thing is always going to be your practice area. And you say work at dedication of relevant experience. Yes, those are the most important things. So here's the idea. So when people, and this is, again, this is the final thing I'm going to talk about, but when people, when people get out of law, when people are in law school, when people get their first jobs, they're basically, they're a clean slate. So grades matter. Grades matter at that point. Grades matter. But then what happens after the first jobs, then people start doing stuff like people then start, people start, start they still have, it still starts happening. People get, people get fired, laid off, you know, they move firms, they switch practice areas, they switch practice settings, which is all this stuff like going house, government, all this stuff happens. So all these start, all this stuff starts happening. And I don't know what, there's a bunch of stuff that starts happening. And cities, all these uh, things start happening. This becomes, this is, then people start looking at all this stuff. They're like, what the hell's going on with this person? So all these reasons start happening to exclude you. Um, And there's just, you know, when you start looking at someone's resume several years out, like people are focusing more on all this stuff than they're great. They're looking, does this person look like they're going to stick around? Does this look like a permanent long-term hire? Like all these things start mattering a lot and they start mattering more than anything. And so people start, the, the firm start focusing on all this stuff. And when they focus on this stuff, they start losing track. The, the grades become much less important. So the big thing, I, I guess the big takeaway today is, uh, it's more important to worry about your practice area and the quality firm we're coming from uh, as a lateral attorney are more important. Um, and then um, in your grades, the, the type of firm you go to is really what's going to matter the most is not necessarily your grades, where you're coming from, or your grades in the when you're coming out of law school. It's going to matter your practice, the practice area you're in and, and your commitment to that practice area is really the most important thing. And the final thing is if you don't get out grades, you just have to choose what type of firm you're going to work in or what practice area. So if you come out of law school and you can't get a job with these huge law firms, you shouldn't worry about that. You should just go to a practice area and get training in something where you could set up your own practice or where you could do something where you could work and get training in, in a practice area. You could end up being financially very well off, which could be all these sorts of things. I see there's still several questions and I apologize for not getting to them. I do have trying to actually get out of town today, but I definitely appreciate all the questions and everyone showing up for this webinar. I hope this has been helpful about grades. I mean, that, and really, and how little they matter in the long run. And, uh, and I will look forward to talking to everyone next week. So thank you for being here today. And I will be back next week. If I didn't get your question today, um, I will definitely um, make sure I do next week. Thank you. That's all the time we have for this edition of the show. If you are an attorney looking for a change, head on to bcgsearch.com.